welcome. Two pieces of business before we get started. The first, look for more podcasts to pop next week than usual, because during Holy Week, I like to try to track Jesus' movements, since we have those recorded in the Gospels, and sort of share that with you just as a way for us to ground ourselves in Jesus' experience of Holy Week. And the second thing is that today I want to piggyback on the last episode in which we discussed Jacob's midnight wrestling match with God in Genesis 32. If you didn't have a chance to listen to that, I'm going to encourage you to pause this and go back and listen to the episode before this one called Broken Blessings, and then come back because this is very much the second part of that episode. So remember with me that this story of Jacob and God becomes something of a plot device throughout the rest of the Old Testament. There are no shortage of stories with God and man wrestling, from the wilderness wanderings to David and the kings to the writings of the prophets. The individual Jacob is renamed God Strives or Strives with God or Israel. But you'll also notice the entire nation now takes that same name. So the story of Israel really is living into its very name. And here I lean not simply on Christian tradition, but Jewish rabbinical traditions. The story of Israel is the story of the people wrestling with God. Now that's definitely a true experience, isn't it? Who who of us hasn't felt like we were wrestling with God. It feels like most of my journey thus far has really been a lot of that. But what struck me suddenly was this. If the theme of struggling with God drives a good portion, at least, if not the whole thing, of the Old Testament, where does it show up in the New Testament? Does it show up in the New Testament? You see, Jesus, Paul, and all of the early Christians, their, their Bible was what we call the Old Testament. For them, it was just the Bible. <laughs> so, so they didn't see themselves as doing something new. They saw themselves as continuing what had always been. They weren't starting a new religion. They hadn't met a new God. To follow Jesus was to meet God. To, to follow Jesus was to be fully Jewish because in Jesus, God was making plain his way and his plans for the world. So they retold the stories or or hinted at them in all sorts of ways, veiled allusions to outright quotations, because they were simply continuing the same path that Abraham, Isaac, and Israel started. So Jesus hints at his death and resurrection. He calls it the sign of Jonah. Paul calls Jesus our Passover lamb. Whoever wrote Hebrews tells us our Sabbath rest is on its way. So It is beyond bizarre to me that the story and image so central to the whole narrative arc of the Old Testament practically vanishes when it comes to the New Testament because this story does not show up again. Where did our struggle go? Why is that? Remember when we read in Genesis 32, we noticed that it seemed to be Israel, not God, who wanted the contest to continue. It was, it was he who was after the blessing, the victory. It was he who had to be the warrior that strove to the end. It was he that had to conquer his enemy. But for what? And what makes it even more interesting is to notice that maybe God doesn't want to wrestle with us. When we crack into the Gospels and run into Jesus, we are introduced not to struggle, but to peace. What did the angel tell Joseph? 
she will give birth to a son, and you will give him the name Jesus, because that name literally means he will save his people from their sins. And all of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, that the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means literally God with us. God is coming again. Again in the long night, God will appear as a man, but this time not as a man to fight, but rather a child to love. And that child is to be given names, names like salvation, names like presence. What a sneaky way to get at us. But he had tried, Sinai. God worked through the flame and the fire. But we read in the New Testament that we have not come to a mountain that can't be touched, a mountain burning with fire and darkness and gloom and storms, the sight of which made Moses tremble with dread. No, you have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly to the church of the firstborn whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of this new covenant. And it's in that new covenant that all our sins are washed away. And I mean that in the most cosmic sense possible. The old story of the struggle can be set down and we can have peace with God. Because if you want to venture a kind of overarching message in the New Testament, it is definitely that through Jesus we have access to new peace with God. And that new peace with God leads to a new peace with one another and to everything around us. What was it that Paul said to the Christians struggling in Rome? Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into grace in which we now stand. So that old struggle can be put away because the new journey, much like Jacob slash Israel's own new journey, because oddly enough, Jacob himself suddenly renamed struggles with God, seems to suddenly stop struggling with God. As if by naming his damage, he was able to lay it down and really take up that second journey. And that second journey was a journey of peace. Maybe that's the part of the story that Jesus is picking up. But struggling with God is not good news. Struggling with my conscience and my fears, this is not good news. Laying those burdens down is... And that's why I think struggling with God is is not a major theme for Jesus and the apostles. Because there comes a time for you and me to stop wrestling God and to actually find peace with God. Because there is a new arc in the story, and that is there is a new kind of peace, and that new peace has a name. And the whole point of him coming was to seek and to save the lost, to show us that the face of God is the one who, as that song says, never leaves the one behind. And I don't know which one you are, but I know you are one. And that the peace that God wants to offer you is standing in front of you. And his name is Jesus. And he stands before you with an invitation. And that invitation is peace. So, brothers and sisters, let me encourage you with this. Set your struggle down. Peace 
and strong coffee.